Episode 37, What Makes Trailblazers Memorable? June 25th, when this episode is being released, has become a very crowded date for remembering trailblazers, at least for the ones I've paid attention to and who have made an indelible impression in my life. Who am I talking about and what makes them live on in my heart and mind and the hearts and minds of their many fans and followers all over the world? Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, curated stories that impact us as fellow humans. Two, tools for inner peace and insights that rebuild our communities. Three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns. Curated Stories That Impact Us as Fellow Humans. So my theme for this week in my podcast episodes, my live streams, and my weekend newsletter, I am turning to the theme of blazing new trails. And specifically in my Peace Matters live stream today, I paid tribute to three significant people for whom 25th of June means something. Anthony Bourdain, who was a food writer and a producer of many amazing travelogues on TV. He passed away last year and he was born on 25th June. I'm also thinking about George Michael, who was also born on this day. He passed away a couple of years ago. And today happens to be the 35th anniversary of the release of the Purple Rain album by pop icon Prince. So I thought honoring and, you know, remembering these three events or people on this day had covered all my bases. And then I'm learning as I'm recording this that I forgot another really important name to me. And that's Michael Jackson, because 25th June 2019 is the 10th anniversary of his passing, where he was suddenly and tragically taken from us. So I am just in a very introspective mood and starting to think about all the connections between these four things in my life. They're all global icons and they're all cultural icons. And it's making me think about how cultural icons like them shape our world in game-changing ways. And they do it through their art, 
through their humanity, and ultimately through their capacity to be able to show us more of ourselves than we're even conscious of. We listen to some of their songs, we watch some of their shows, and they make us go, hmm, never thought about it that way, or hmm, never knew that about myself, or hmm, what an interesting perspective of a life or a person of someone who lives on the other half, the other side of the world that someone like Anthony Bourdain brings to us or that these musicians bring to us through their music. So for all that, for the fact that they were able to demonstrate and teach us so much through their art and humanity, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that they spent the time that they did on this earth. And even though they may have left the earthly plane, we still have a treasure trove of their art to draw inspiration from, to learn from, and to grow from. And I, I know I continue to learn from their art every single day because it continues to inspire me. And I continue to discover hidden elements in them because all of them were really complex in the way they put their creations together. It wasn't just, you know, if you're doing a song, it wasn't just a guitar solo accompanying them. There were so many multi-layer tracks in their music. And with Anthony Bourdain, his storytelling was also really rich and nuanced. When he did a travel show, it wasn't just to travel to a place. When he did a food show, it wasn't just to showcase the food. He used his shows as a vehicle and as a window into the heart and soul of the countries that he was profiling. And it makes, at the end of the day, for a very much richer experience when we consume his shows. Part two, Ohm is where the heart is, tools for inner peace and insights that rebuild our communities. So why do anniversaries and milestones like the June 25th one I'm talking about today, why do they impact us? And do we have to be conscious about these states in order to mark them? No, not really, because I'll share something with you. A few days ago, A date came and went. I was busy doing my thing, but there was something at the back of my mind that kept nagging at me, saying, there's something more about this day. This day is significant for some reason, and I couldn't for the life of me remember what it was. So a few days after that, I was speaking with a family member, and they reminded me that that date was the anniversary of one of our loved ones passing. And I thought, Oh, that's right. No wonder that date was so familiar. Now, this loved one passed away many, many years ago. It's been a few decades now. And so with each passing year, sometimes these anniversaries do slip our minds. And I want you to know that there is no guilt around that because, and if you have missed an anniversary, there is no need to feel guilty because life gets crazy these days. and 
it's very easy to get distracted and forgetting things that used to be important to us. That being said, I want to talk about whether and when these anniversaries make a dent on us and when we take that moment to stop and reflect on that particular day. Anniversaries and milestones that we have shared with people that we care about and that mean something to us, they take us back into that time and that space when they were in our lives and when we were likely very different because it was a moment in our personal history. And if we let it, if we let ourselves sink back into the memory of that, this reverie not only helps us remember who we were at that point in our lives, it also brings them back into our lives in that moment through that thought. It helps them come alive again and it helps them live on through our fond memories of them. I'm also reflecting today on this idea of trailblazers and what makes a trailblazer endearing and enduring in our consciousness. So I have a few initial thoughts about this, and I'll probably flesh them out a little more in my weekend newsletter. And I'll tell you how to get on that newsletter list in the next segment. So some qualities that come to mind about why trailblazers are seared into our memories sometimes. And I think some of it has to do with them having the courage. Courage is a quality that Maya Angelou, a famous American poet, said is the most important quality of all in her mind, because without courage, you can't really be a trailblazer. You can't really forge new paths in life. And in the examples I'm thinking of in honoring on this June 25th anniversary, all of these people had the courage to be countercultural, to go against the grain, because what they felt was important to say was something that either pointed to an underserved community or a conversation, an important conversation that wasn't being had in the mainstream. And they also had the ability to speak, to do the work, to make the art with a very deep sense of conviction because they couldn't imagine doing or saying anything else. What they did, what they created, what they made in the world and for the world felt true to them and important to them. And so that kept them in that groove and continuing to push against what was the prevailing culture of their time. Part three, news and views, updates on our peace building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. So I have something new to share this week. I got feedback from a reader of my Peace Matters newsletter. 
And I haven't told them that I'm talking about it in today's episode of this podcast, so I'll keep them anonymous. But I do want to thank them for writing to me because sometimes when you write stuff and you put it out there and you don't get a response, you're not really sure if anyone's paying attention. So it's great to get that feedback. And this person was sharing their thoughts with me on something that I wrote about inclusion last week, because that was my theme for last week's um, podcast, newsletter, and live streams. And the piece I wrote was about, was more of a blurb, a short paragraph, was about the conversation around reparations, around making amends to the African-American community here in the United States. The person wrote to me offering very valid counterpoints to most of what I had shared. These are positions that I am aware of, and I did not flesh out or speak to them at great length in my newsletter, even though I was aware of them. So while it didn't really change my take on the subject, it didn't really change the conclusion that I came to in my newsletter. It did make for a much more well-rounded debate, and and I appreciate that they wrote and shared those thoughts with me. Um, Let's see. One more thing before I sign off for today. Something that I've been working on, and I've been doing bits and pieces of it, And it's finally starting to come together in a way that I think I can share with you and other like-minded people. So if you don't know, I have this tagline that I put on the homepage of my website at inventivelinks.com. And I say that as a company, what we do is we cultivate enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. And now I'm one step closer to developing and offering a program for us to become more creative citizens. And what I mean by that is how all of us can be more purposeful and more effective in this time that we find ourselves in in the world where there is more tension within our countries and between our countries. So this is a moment, it's an opportunity for us to look at what's going on around us in our local communities, in our countries, in the world at large, and how we can use our voice and our capacity and our agency as citizens to contribute to the issues and the problems of our time and to feel like we can make a difference and actually do make a difference like the trailblazers that I shared with you in today's show. So if you want to learn more about this program, I'm really close to launching it. You'll need to get on my newsletter because that's where I share most of the news and what I'm working on in my company. To sign up for my Peace Matters newsletter, it's really easy. Just go to inventivelinks.com. There's a learn more button on that homepage to sign up for my Peace Matters newsletter. And then you'll be notified when this program goes live because I'll be sure to put it in upcoming issues of the newsletter. Okay, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Peace Matters podcast. I will catch you next time. Bye for now. 
You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.